Start the show in three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Frantic Thoughts Podcast. Today we're doing it live. We're having the show live. <laughs> so if anybody's in the chat, I, I appreciate you stopping by. Um, it's been quite some time since I did an actual episode of the show. Today we're going to be doing probably 30 to 45 minute episode. Not going to go too long today, but I do have some stuff written down and we're going to have a good conversation. If you don't know what the show's all about, Frantic Thoughts is a video game entertainment slice of life podcast where we talk about all sorts of fun stuff and i just haven't done it in forever i just had i've been having a very busy life (laughs) so i just haven't had a lot of time to do it and there goes the music and um today we're going to be talking all about some i'm just going to start with this instagram prank video bs that's been happening to me so i was working one day and so what I do is I merchandise beer. So I was working, doing my normal job. I stack a bunch of stuff onto a cart. I pull it out. I'm working at a Walmart specific, specifically. And uh, I was like, all right, let's do this. So I'm working. Just I have one headphone in because they don't really mind you wearing one headphone as long as you have awareness around you. So I usually listen to podcasts, whatever. And then out of nowhere... I hear this really loud popping sound, like a really loud popping sound. And uh, I turn around, there's this guy, he has a popper, like one of those giant poppers you can have for 4th of July. And uh, it scared the shit out of me. And I was really pissed off. And I was like, dude, dude, what the fuck? Because like he got the popper silly string stuff like all over the beer that I was working. So I'm like, okay, you're going to have to help me clean this up because right now, this is a big mess and it's all over my stuff. So he's, he's looking down all sad. Like he helped, he's helping me clean it up and stuff. And then I was just like, okay, whatever that that's that. So a few, few weeks later, um, I'm working at a different store and the Dr. Pepper vendor comes up to me and he says, Hey, I saw you on a video. And I'm just like, what, what do you mean? Like I was thinking, Oh, cause you know, I've been on the internet for, you know, close to 10 years. So there's plenty of videos of me out there, like doing different stuff. So I'm like, okay, what video is he talking about? And then he's like, yeah, I saw you on a video on Instagram. I'm like, okay, well, I don't really use Instagram. I post pictures of my cat and energy drinks or random BS on Instagram. I barely use it. So I'm like, what? And he shows me the video and this video and uh, this guy with poppers is going around Walmart scaring people this video has over 40,000 views and I am the second one on there, uh, on that video. So you see me just working and then me jump and then be like, what the hell like that? Um, so I'm just like, okay, whatever. And, uh, the thing is, is they cut off right before I basically almost like freak out on him. <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, Polly kills in the chat that says you're famous. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I guess so. The the video now has over 400,000 views. So me getting pop poppered in the back. Um, the thing is, is honestly like 
it really made me thought think there was a gunshot going off. That's the part that really stressed me out and frustrated me the most. Um, this actually happened like a couple of days after there was a, like this little scuffle that happened at a Costco, and somebody had uh, a gun and shot somebody in a Costco over some kind of disagreement. So kind of like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, oh shit, somebody shot a gun in here because it was that loud. My ear actually started ringing from it you know so uh it really sucks i mean whatever it is what it is but i guess that is the most popular video i have on the internet now with me in it so that's something i guess <laughs> um so yeah it was really crazy uh, my job has been nuts that's why i haven't been making the, these shows as often as i would like i actually promised like oh i'm gonna do this every week oh yeah yay it's gonna be a weekly show again yeah we're gonna do this and then um it's just like I've been working, been working in. I haven't worked an eight-hour shift in forever. Every shift I've been working is ten plus hours, and uh, probably kills in the chats like do them live, and that's that's probably what I should do. Um, makes it a little bit more streamlined for me to upload it too. So it's probably something I should probably just say, hey, every such and such day I'm doing this or whatever, or at least plan the plan them out. So, but yeah, like. It's just been like 10, 12 hours. I worked a couple, like around 4th of July, I worked like four, uh, two 14-hour shifts. And it's just been one of those things where it's like, I technically have the time to do it, but I'm just like so tired that I I sit down, I'm like, I don't want to do anything. And the thing is, I'm on other shows, so it kind of makes me hypocritical. But if I make a plan to be like, hey, I'm going to be on this podcast at this set time, I'm going to make it even if I am exhausted, you know? But if it's up to my own, like uh, whatever, like, my own energy or my own uh, drive to do it or whatever, um, I might just be like, oh, screw it, I'm just gonna sit here and play some Mario Maker or something, um, so, yeah, there's another weird thing that happened to me this last, like, month or so, so I'm, I'm gonna need to just kind of catch up here a little bit, um, I lost my phone, so this is, like, the weirdest thing that's happened to me, um, he's probably kills like in the chat he's like your mario maker levels are are dope um that's i i appreciate that uh they're fun um but yeah i lost my phone and it was a really weird situation so basically it was fourth of july this is when it has happened um i had like this cheapo android phone and worked good for me it's called stylo 4 and i had it i had pajama pants on so they're like shorts, but they're like pajama material. I wear them like around the house or whatever. And I walk the dog. And of course, there's fireworks going off. And I had worked a really long day because, of course, it's 4th of July and my job is beer. 4th of July and beer. That's a crazy combination. That was one of my 14-hour-ish days. Like I started at like 3 in the morning and left at like 5 p.m. type of thing. And I was like so tired. And um, I had one beer. So, you know, of course... It's super excited. It was super exhausted. Plus the one beer makes me go like, okay, I'm kind of out of it. So I take the dog out and I come back and my phone's just gone. Like I just realized my phone's gone. It must've fell out because the dog was jerking from the fireworks. Uh, we look around the entire apartment for a couple days, look all outside. Um, the thing is, is what was weird is that the phone was still charged for like three or four days. Like we could still call the phone for like four days. So we're like, did somebody find the phone and charge it? And we, I still don't know what happened. It was one of the weirdest things ever. And I felt so stupid. Like, I felt like an idiot. I'm like, um, where did it go? Like, like it just disappeared. And I never had something like that happen to me. I'm just like, okay, well, 
it is what it is. So <laughs> ended up a couple of weeks. It took me a couple of weeks to um, have the actual money to go. Like I had to wait for a paycheck to pop on to go get a new phone and it ended up with a Pixel 3a. It's a, it's a pretty good phone. I, I think this is my favorite phone I've had. And it's kind of like not the high end or anything. I don't really need that. I don't do anything too crazy on my phone. I just watch YouTube and Twitch and listen to podcasts and Twitter and Discord and stuff like that. Nothing like highly intensive. Just as long as it functions and I can have some storage space for podcasts, I'm good. You know, I don't really need anything too fancy. So, but this one's pretty, pretty damn awesome. I have like this fabric case on it. I'm like, ooh, I feel, I feel uh, svelte. It feels amazing. So yeah, I ended up with a really good phone, actually a better phone than I had before. Um, Ended up having to cancel everything on there. Uh, It was a pain in the ass. Another cool thing that I did during 4th of July times is we built a tank out of beer, which was pretty cool. I actually have a picture of it. Um, So basically that we took eight of these kegs and we laid them on the ground and we put uh, pallets on top of them, plastic pallets. And then we stacked beer on top of that. So the kegs actually were basically the tank treads. And then of course we built the actual beer up and put like these like plastic, uh, not plastic, but, like cardboard tubes with like tape around them to make like these black turrets on the top. It, w- it looked pretty cool. I was like, oh, this is so creative. And then of course, like, like a few hours in, it basically gets uh, like, completely shopped off so it kind of looks a little weird but it still looked cool when we built it and I was like oh you know tiring day but this is pretty damn dope <laughs> so yeah I mean I have been thinking about looking for another job I have put a couple applications out just to see had some issues with being tired and the boss texting me and calling me on my day off stuff like that so I'm just like oh man I don't know it's kind of like in a weird spot with my job right now, but um, I am trying to like be positive about it as much as I can. Um, and also, I did mention that we were trying to move out, move up north, and that ended up not working out for everything. So we are eventually going to make our way up to the north because we actually want to li- live up there where my family is. So, I mean, the main reason I wanted to be there is because um, my grandfather had a heart surgery and it went felt went fine it was a bypass everything went good he's good he's healing he i've seen him i did like a face chat with him on facebook and he's doing great like he looks tired but you know he's still recovering but he did really good and that that surgery went well and then my mom had some kind of thyroid condition and we thought it could possibly be cancer like she said oh it's not gonna be but like the possibility was still there so in the back of my mind i'm like damn that's bad (laughs) cancer i do not want to hear the word cancer and my mother in the same sentence no but um she she went and had her thyroid thyroid stuff done and then the surgery went well she has like a little uh like a little thing on her neck like a little cut on her neck where they went in and they did that surgery and it went well i found out she doesn't have cancer so of course even though i was maybe a little overreacting to the thought I was still happy to know that it was confirmed that she didn't, and then she got diagnosed. Everything's good. Where she's she's getting stuff taken care of, so that's good. Um, I know this is like really personal stuff, but you know what? I became an iced black coffee drinker, kind of. Um, the thing is, is I've been trying to cut back on artificial sugars now. On top of my sugar, sugar 
intake because I don't really drink sugar stuff. Um, so it's like, I need to stop drinking these energy drinks. Even though they say sugar-free, they're going to be terrible for me. But uh, So I've been drinking coffee. But the thing is, is it's a diuretic, so and uh, I end up in the restroom more often. So anyway, that's a somewhat of a catch-up for me. Mostly I've been working my ass off and um, just hanging out and trying to... Uh, have a good time like with the time off I have and let's go ahead and jump into some actual like non-personal stuff let's go into the segment what you playing what you been playing what have I been playing I should probably make like a like a bumper for that or something but I'm too lazy right now um there's a good amount of games that I have been playing um, since it's been a good amount of time since we talked and we'll just kind of go over them um the one the one I beat the furthest in the past is Katana Zero. It's this indie game. It's like a side-scroller, hack-and-slash. Um, the main conceit is there is this drug that makes people... If you die, you can uh, go like a few seconds before you die and redo stuff. So like it's an actual lore reason for each section being like... It's kind of like Hotline Miami. You go in there and you have to kill like a whole room of people. But it's in 2D side-scroller scro mode. And um, basically this drug makes this dude like a super powerful ninja. And you have to go through these stages. And uh, it's very difficult. But it's kind of like a puzzle in the same same aspect. Like you look at the screen and there's... Okay, there's two soldiers there. They can't be slashed from the front, so you got to go around the back. Or you can uh, grab people and kill them, like just like do like a grapple and basically kill them real quick. Um, and you can, if you're fast enough, you can also, or also there's a time slowdown too, but you can also bounce back bullets from people and kill them. And the whole thing is, hey, there's, there's this room. Uh, either sneak past all the guards or kill them all. And um, I know it sounds violent, but the storyline was pretty fascinating it goes into like this i think all about drugs and war and like this really insane like um just out there story of, about this drug that's been affecting these soldiers and stuff and it was surprising to see a 2d side scroller with that deep of a storyline and i highly suggest this game if you like hotline miami and if you like 2d platformers with a decent amount of challenge i wouldn't say it's an impossible game it's kind of like one of those you try and try again until you get the levels down. But I just had such a good time with it. I think it was only like five or six hours long. Um, I'm pretty good at 2D side-scrollers. So if you're not like super versed in that style of game, I wouldn't suggest like saying it's going to take six hours. It might take you a little longer than it took me. But I thought the game was awesome. The graphics and the music. Oh, there's some awesome, really killer, like, synth music in there. And just really nice graphics. You know, it's like a 16, 32-bit style game. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, it's still cool. Like, like honestly, I think if an average person probably take about six to eight hours. And it's a really fun game. Um, another one, which I was looking forward to for quite some time, because Sierra and I both grew up with this game, uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Kart, Nitro Fury, I don't know what the actual name is, it, it, it's right there, Nitro Field is on my table right over there, um, she's been playing it a lot more than me, but I've been playing a race here and there, racing her, and uh, what is this, one free Steam key, warning, suspicious URL, get off of my screen, uh, uh, I should 
I should uh, block that person. I'll do it later. Um, Crash Team Racing HD. I just like getting random notifications from Steam on my my computer here. I'm like, what the hell is that? Um, they took all the tracks from and all the characters from the original game, and then they added Crash Nitro Kart, which is a PS2 game, characters and tracks. And they actually have the story mode from the original Crash Team Racing in there. So basically, you have boss battles, um, time trials, different races you can do. Completely beautiful graphics. Uh, it's kind of similar to the Crash uh, remaster and the Spiral remaster where they took that old graphics and just kind of spruced them up a bit. And it's really awesome. Um, I, I just love the way it looks. The music's remastered. They redid, orchestrated everything. And the game plays just like I remember it. Um, it has a different type of boost mechanic than a Super Mario Kart would have. So basically when you, you jump and you slide like you drift around a corner... You hit the other trigger button when, whenever your uh, exhaust turns black. And there's also a bar at the bottom when it hits the top of the bar. So you can do this three times and gives you three boosts around each corner. Instead of, you know, you like do Mario Mario Kart, you just boost around the corner by, by drifting. This one you actually have that mechanic where you have to like slide, boost, boost, boost. That's like a timing. You have to do, get the timing down. And if you get that down, you can just be flying through these stages. And also you have to collect these little like wampa fruits or like, they're kind of like little like berries and they're from the original crash as well. If you collect all 10 of those, your weapons, like there's like a little thing at the top, you know, zero to 10. If you collect 10 of those, your weapons are a little more powerful and your boosts are a little more powerful. So it's kind of like this game of Okay, I got to be very good at boosting, but I still got to collect these berries to get a little bit more power, you know, power out of my weapons and out of my actual speed in the game. And I think that little added layer is really fun. And the thing about this game, there is some rubber banding, but mostly the only time I ever see rubber banding is when you do these boss fights because they're just like ridiculously hard because you're supposed to be beating this boss who has ridiculous powers. But playing a regular cpu match it feels pretty fair there is a blue shell equivalent it's kind of like this blue orb so if you're way behind there is a chance that you can hit somebody with that but there are counters to that which include having a um a bubble orb or like a a mask that goes around your head so there's like counters to that so if you're in first place you can um uh thanks for stopping by polykill uh travel I'm assuming. Thanks. And um, basically, there are counters to it. And the rubber banding doesn't feel so crazy. Like, people can't just catch up really quickly from the back of the, the, the pack. And I feel like the game's pretty fair. It's difficult because of how fair it is, which I like. Um, they also have this mechanic and this, like, thing that they have. It's like a cart. It's kind of like Battle Pass, basically, for Fortnite, but it's in this game. It has no microtransactions. It feels like it's set up for microtransactions, but it doesn't have it currently. Maybe they'll add them in the future. But basically, you do these certain missions and goals in the game and online, and then you can unlock new characters, and they actually released a pack of characters that were the original, like, uh, trophy award givers in the original game. You know, trophy chicks or whatever in the original game. And, um, yeah, just that, that was really cool. And they're adding Spyro as a character in the future too. So looking forward to that. 
it's kind of a game I just kind of pop on and play a racer too. I haven't got super into it. Sierra is playing the hell out of it. She's super deep into it, but the game is awesome. It's recommended if you like kart racers. It's probably my personal favorite. I like Mario Kart. I've never been in love with Mario Kart, but I've always enjoyed it quite a bit. So if you like Mario Kart, but you want a different spin on it, I would recommend picking it up. And it's a cheap game. I think it's like a $40 game. It's not a full price game. Um, also, well, we'll go ahead and talk about the Quick Save Club games that I've played. Um, there's two. Uh, Planescape Tor- Torment. Um, there's a podcast up if you want to go. F- you can look up at Quick Save Club on Twitter or find the podcast feed on the forums at cartridgeclub.org or whatever. We have a podcast all about this. Um, I just want to add a little here that the game is something that surprised me more than any game I've played in quite some time. Um, I'm not really a computer RPG player. Um, basically you have a top-down view and you hit the space bar and you do a bunch of attacks and then your characters attack and this is what this game is but has so much more focus on the storyline and the dialogue that the combat kind of takes a back seat and the thing about this game is so unique compared to other styles of this game and I I picked this game up so many times I went to play for a couple hours and be like, man, I'm not feeling this, man, I'm not feeling this, man, I'm not feeling this, man, when is this going to be good, when am I going to get into it, and then one day, on a day off, I just popped it open, and I just got absorbed into the game for like six hours, and the storylines just, just were so fascinating, so entertaining to find out different little snippets of, you know, just information about characters and dialogue trees and, um, making decisions based on what you um what you know about characters and you know just talking to all the characters learning all their backstories it was just so fun and it was one of the best written games i've ever played and the thing is we ended up doing the podcast later to give ourselves some more time with this game i think i put like 30 hours in ish maybe a little bit less and um it ended up being going out like 10 days after or 12 days after like july 12th or something the podcast went out and we i played it up to that basically the day before we did that record i beat the game but that's okay it was a lot of fun um and uh yeah for quick save club like all the games i've played so far for that's for that new podcast has have just been awesome you know there hasn't been a dud yet i've been enjoying every single one of them um the thing about planescape is there's so much to it but i was kind of trying to mainline it a bit near the end uh, makes me want to just go back to the beginning and do a very long and thorough playthrough and just talk to every single character one day. I don't know when that will be, but maybe in the future I'll do it. Maybe I won't, but I did really enjoy my time with the game and it was awesome. Uh, the one we just played and we just did a podcast about this actually yesterday was Monkey Island and actually you're going to probably post that podcast within a day or two here. So be looking for that on the podcast feed as well for Quick State Club. But, um, it was a point-and-click game, and I have some experience with point-and-clicks. I played some Grim Fandango. I always get stuck. Um, I think the one that I got really far in, which was a difficult game, I remember just struggling and fig- trying to figure it out, was The Longest Journey. I know that one is like super critically loved and stuff, um, and I was a kid when I played it. So, um, yeah, I mean, we played Monkey Island, the first one, and I just love the story, the humor puns filled puns it's so funny it's a great great podcast um we a great 
we have a great podcast about this great game going up and that podcast is like two and a half hours i think so and we had the q dogs on there and i hadn't i haven't actually like done a podcast with the q dogs ever like i realized i think i had eric i went and talked to him on uh, hangouts before that's about it but that's been quite some time um so we will see um no sorry i just lost my train of thought um my phone was like vibrating um but yeah i i had talked to him on the uh hangouts before you know but i'm i barely ever make hangouts because they're at a bad time for me sadly but that's okay um i watch and listen to them like almost every week that's one of them that's actually in my podcast rotation i usually just open up the youtube app and listen to them um talk about stuff so i do listen to the hangouts i just don't participate as often as i would want to which is barely basically never never but yeah um what i was what i was saying there's the first podcast i've done with uh both of them and they're great people and it's awesome. I, I, I love collaborating with new people. And then with the Planescape episode, it was the first time I ever did a podcast with Pam, which she's just makes really great videos. And I like Media Mavens, her podcast. And it was so cool to do a podcast with her as well. And of course, doing podcasts with Buried on Mars and uh, Ryan Retro Gamer Renting. Um, they're both really great guys. And it's just been a fun experience. Quick Save Club is one of my favorite projects right now. And um, I love doing the little social media posts, making the graphics and helping out as much as I can with that. It's just been so much fun to be this PC show that's kind of like a little additive extra show that is in the Cartridge Club community. And that's so fun. Um, What else? We got Super Mario Maker 2. And I love this game. This is probably going to be my game of the year. Like I already know there's going to be some games that will be close to it. But what it does right is pretty much everything <laughs> um the thing is is people were complaining before it came out that the making mechanics were a little gimped compared to the wii u version um it's i would say they're not gimped they're not worse they're just different so when you had the wii u version you could take the pad off and do the building on the pad and then instantly play it on the screen right there that I mean, instantly play it on your TV because it outputs the TV. So here, the differences and the complaints that people had is you have to undock the switch and use the touchscreen with your finger or with the pressure-sensitive wand thing. I actually never made, I ever ne- never bought one of those. I just used my finger. I'm like, it's fine. You know, like I, I use touchscreen with my finger all the time on my phone and stuff. It, it, it works fine for me. And you can build like that or you can have it docked and use the controller. I built half of my second stage with the controller. I kind of got the feel for it. It's a little awkward to build stages with the controller, um, but I think it's cool. So, I mean, of course, Mario Maker, the whole thing is you're going to be making stages for people to play or you're going to be playing people's stages. Um, Right now, my biggest thing is just playing other people's stages in the community or people that I see on Twitter and just finding fun stages and just enjoying that. I've played probably a couple hundred stages. I think I, I think I did 200 stages so far that I've played, maybe more. And it's just fun. Like I go online, I look for codes and I'll do like trending uh, levels and stuff on there. The thing is, so there's some improvements they could make to that in my opinion. Um, the original Mario Maker had this website where you could go on there, enter level codes and make like a queue for yourself. So when you get home or, you know, even from you could do it do it at home and make yourself like a little 
playlist of stages and then you can go on the Wii U back in the day click that playlist the stages and then play them all you can't do that now um, so that's frustrating you know it's like so it's harder to find stuff you can't even like search like for people by name you just have to find their level code for their creator code or whatever it's like a nine digit code for these things so that's frustrating like the curation's a little weird some of the categories don't really work and it's kind of hard to find specific types of games like the, the specific types of levels occasionally um they did do something cool like they had 32 stages as a cap and that sounds like quite a bit of stages but if there's people out there that are prolific in the community and they raised it to 64 levels in the last um game they had a 100 level cap so my thought is that if they said they're going to raise it again they might make it 100 or 128. Um, that sounds like a crazy amount of stages, but the thing is, is the people that really get into this game, that make the good levels, those that cream usually rises to the top on this. And the people that are creators that are going to be playing this game in six months, they're going to run out of level spaces, right? So giving them more space to make more levels is a positive thing in my mind. Um, but yeah, it's... I made three stages so far. I'm working on a fourth one. Um, my thought was maybe about making a whole little like mini game in there, like doing a one one, one two, one three, one four, all the way up to four four, you know, like that. So that'd be like sixteen stages or so, just to try it out. Um, maybe do it by theme or something. I don't know. I was, I was thinking about it. We'll see how it goes. I don't know if I'll do that, but I do want to make some theme stages. There's like these cool. 20 second stages so they're like 20 seconds you got to get from one end to the other and do a very specific jumping puzzle to get to the end and they're very fast paced and they're very fun and i dropped my phone speaking of phones <laughs> um i've been really enjoying this game i, I like watching this game as much as playing it polykill po podcast they had a stream uh those three played all the community levels actually have like a pretty good list on the cartridge club forums of the community levels they played a lot of those or all the ones i had at the time and i was just just had it on the tv watching them play that and it was just a good time i, I really enjoyed that stream quite a bit uh giant bomb did some stuff really good time um occasionally watch uh what's his name patrick klepik he does this thing called mario maker mornings i I don't always watch it, but sometimes I put it on in the background, watch him struggle with super, super hard stages. And, um, it's fun to watch. Like, I like watching it. I like playing it. I like this, like whole, like, like it's, it's hot right now. It's, it's the game. One of the hot games right now It's this game is just really fun. Like everything about it is just what I love about video games. You know, you get to create your own stuff. You get to share it with your friends and it's Mario. The jumping feels amazing. The, the general controls are awesome and i do, i can admit that there are a decent amount of junky stages or just overly complicated stages but whenever i do like a, you can do an endless mode it's easy medium expert or super expert i usually go on expert and try that out for a bit and the thing is is this is based on clear rate so if it has a low clear rate so say it has like two percent clear rate it's probably going to be on expert um occasionally it's a really tough stage that's fun to learn, but also there's a really tough stage where you die a million times to learn it too, and usually I just skip those and I don't play them because it's just like, 
the thing is when I'm playing like an endless mode like that, if the stage doesn't grab me within a certain amount of time, I'm just going to be like, all right, I'm outie. I'm out. <laughs> so yeah. <sighs> I don't know guys. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2 is just what it's exactly what I wanted from a sequel. It's everything I wanted and more, and I'm loving the hell out of it. So I highly recommend this game. And like I said, it's probably going to be up there as one of my favorite games of the year. So we're going to go in to the next section. Oh, I had this pulled up and now it's gone. Uh, I'm stalling. I'm stalling. Hold on. I'm stalling. I'm, I'm stalling. I promise I'll get it. I'm, I'm getting there. I think this is it. It's going. It's going to be loud, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's the news of interest. That was a little awkward, I think. But we got a couple. I got like two little news stories. I know it's been a long time, but I want to talk about Modern Warfare, the new Modern Warfare game. They have this new uh, mode. It's 2v2v2. And or is it 2v2? No, it's two players versus two players on a very small map with a set loadout and there's six rounds so everybody has the same guns and the same map and this is the new modern warfare that's coming out this year call of duty um this mode right here got me excited about the game and makes me want to purchase the game period like i like these kind of weird different modes and it's kind of like a you gotta be really good you gotta survive and then there's six rounds whoever wins out of the six rounds and gets the most kills wins and it just sounds so fun and makes me really excited for the game. The graphics look stunning for this game. And they have a new engine. And they're ha they have gore in there. I know it's... Eh. But I like what they're doing with this game. So I'm going to be picking up the new Call of Duty this year. Uh, they have a multiplayer reveal event soon too. So I'll be watching that. We'll, we'll, we'll come back with thoughts on that too. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited just because I saw some gameplay from this mode. And it just looks like a blast. But that's not the big news story I wanted to talk about. The biggest news story that's happened since I did this episode, which I actually wanted to talk about, is the Switch Lite. It's a smaller Switch, has a little bit better battery life, which kind of got nulled, like null and void, like because they came out with a new model of the original that has a better battery life than the Switch Lite. But the thing about it is it's portable, it's a little more portable, like 30, 30% smaller, I think someone said. Um, <clears throat> Joy-Cons don't detach, so they're part of the system and it's kind of like a just a little mini switch has a really nice color scheme there's different colors it's like a blue a yellow a gray and then there's a pokemon one um the coolest thing about this thing is it has a d-pad which the original joy cons don't have a d-pad they have the separate buttons um confirmed by nintendo that this d-pad isn't going to be coming to the actual nintendo switch joy cons which kind of bummed me out a little bit but that's okay um am i going to get one that's the question, right? Um, there's this Pokemon Edition one. It has like the new legendaries on there. It has kind of like a cool color scheme. Uh, it looks like we're going to get that one for Sierra. It'll be primarily her Switch. So that if I'm playing Switch and she wants to play, she can play that one. But she, but of course, I'll be able to use it as well. We kind of just share everything anyway. Um, 
So if I have a platforming game that I want to use a D-pad on on the Switch, I'll either use a Pro Controller or I'll have the option to use the Switch Lite. And uh, that will be her Pokemon machine mostly. Like she loves Pokemon. She'll play the hell out of it. And I think that she'll getting her with that will we'll probably combine money to get it together. But um, yeah, we are going to get one for her that specific reason and it's a nice collector's edition too um i think this is a smart move for nintendo it's kind of almost like a 3ds replacement you know it's a little more durable a little smaller for kids a little cheaper it's a hundred dollars cheaper than the original model pretty smart all around honestly i wouldn't be surprised if they came out with a pro version of the switch like next year with a bigger screen with better resolution better uh chips inside or whatever that might happen and if that happens, I wouldn't be surprised if I picked that up as well. But uh, the Switch is a fantastic console, of course. I just talked about Mario Maker. Been my favorite game so far. We got Link's Awakening this year. There's some indie games like Cadence of Hyrule that I haven't got a chance to play. But yes, Switch Lite is definitely going to be a purchase for us. So yeah, guys, that is the episode for today. This is what I'm going to do. I have a lot more to talk about. That is a media corner, but... It's just too much to talk about today for me. I have a lot to talk about. San Diego Comic-Con happened. Uh, So what I'm doing this week is we're going to do another one of these shows live as well. A little bit later in the week. I'm going to get a twofer this time. I'm going to get this episode more video game focused. And then next time we're going to do some reviews of movies. Talk a little bit about Stranger Things, Toy Story, Spider-Man, Lion King, all that stuff. Next week or not even next week, next episode, which will be before the end of the week. We'll do a little live show. I'll let you guys know on Twitter. You can follow me at Frantic Society. We'll have all sorts of content over there, all all about movies and stuff. And that'll be another episode this week. So we have the video game focused one, and then we'll have a media focused one. Kind of catch up a little bit. And then hopefully I can make this more of a regular thing. And um, yeah, I think that's going to do it for the show. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry, but I'm kind of not sorry. Like, you know, shit happens. It's been crazy for me last last month or so. But I do apologize that I haven't been around quite as much. Um, I'm just going to look up OC Remix here. I didn't have any music plans, so let's just see what happens when I do this. But yeah, thank you for listening. Follow me at Frantic Society, like I said. Also, check out Quick Save Club. I don't know what this is going to sound like, but I'm playing this OC remix of Subcastle Forest of Illusion from Super Mario World to end out the show today. Actually, no, I got a better one. Well, t- I won't even say what it is. You'll know what it is pretty quickly. But <laughs> ne- ne- nevertheless, thank you for listening for the episode this week and um, hope to catch you very soon um, at thecartridgeclub.org. They have a brand new website. So if you go to cartridgeclub.org, you're good. Just click on forums. We can go to the new episode. Uh, we have a lot. You can talk about the show, leave a comment. I really appreciate that. If you listen and you leave comments, it's really awesome. And um, we'll have a conversation over there. I'm always over in the forums. Um, Discord. Um, Quick Save Club has their own Discord, which is more focused on PC games and all that. Um, it's been really fun. Uh, what else is there? I have, I'm going to be on some other shows. I'm not going to reveal what they are. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm on at least a two more 
guest appearances coming up pretty soon so i mean i'll let you know on twitter and uh yeah i'm excited about those too and i feel like those are some of the best podcasts for different reasons that i've done in quite some time so hope you guys enjoy all the stuff i've been putting out lately uh i know i haven't been putting out this show lately but i'm changing that um yeah so thank you for listening and we will catch you next week or next time in a couple days all right Let's play this song. Uh, I gotta add. I'm playing it off YouTube here. Here we go. See you guys later. <laughs>